0: And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. Mary Marshall, newly graduated from the University of Michigan with a degree in art history, faces a choice. Her mother's illness has worsened, and her father needs Mary at home to help care for her. Meanwhile, Mary's troubled twin sister, Julia, is four hours away at the Warrendale Treatment Center, where she is wrestling with her many psychological issues. Mary Marshall knows that in order to live her fullest life, she must soon leave home and pursue her career. But she also knows that her father needs her home now more than ever. At home on a Monday evening with her father, the English professor, Mary says...
1: No, turn it the other way, Papa. I
0: am turning it the other way.
1: The other other way, like that.
2: Uh Aha, that makes sense. Got it. Okay. One bed rail down, one to go.
1: Okay, here's the other one.
2: So, this way. No. This way.
1: No, the way you had it like that. Okay. Bingo. It's bigger than I thought, this bed. It's like a small car. Not that small, even.
2: Wait till we plug it in and it starts beeping. Or whatever it does. Yeah,
1: well, it's good. It'll help.
2: Your mother will hate it. I know. She'll especially hate taking over your room like this.
1: Papa, I don't mind. It's the perfect spot for Mama when she gets back from the hospital and... Well, whenever she gets back.
2: It'll be a few weeks, Mary, at least.
1: Well, whenever. Anyway, it's not like Julia's using her room at the moment.
2: No, not while she's away at Warrendale.
1: Yeah, just you and me for a little while, Papa, in this big old house.
2: Yeah, Mary, I know sticking around here probably isn't what you want to do right now. Oh, I know you're at a point in your life where you'd probably rather be moving on into other things... And I know it's a terrible thing to say, but if your mother... Oh, don't
1: say it, Papa. But we know... Papa, please. I only want to be here right now. Right here, right now. We can let the future take care of itself. Whatever the doctors say, well, Mama is tough.
2: The happiest day of her life was when you were born. 21 years ago.
1: (laughs) Well, at least I was born first. Yes, you were. (laughs) First born, first in your
3: hearts.
2: Well, twins. We always got a lot of credit for having twins, you know. People thought we were sort of superheroes, but we didn't know any better. Maybe if we did, we'd, well, maybe we'd have done things differently.
1: Oh, Papa. Well, maybe after Julia finishes her time at Warrendale, she'll be, I don't know, maybe she'll be better, less, less angry. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, Scott. He's going to pick me up at the hospital tonight after we go see Mama. Oh. He's been so great.
2: You've been seeing him a lot lately. Yeah. Not, uh, not boyfriend material, I'm guessing. Uh, no. He's not... I guess I'm not... I, I guess I'm not sure what his position is.
1: You mean, is he out? No, he's not out. Except to me and obviously John.
2: John Cowan. Yeah,
1: so you can't say anything. You can't even know officially.
2: Right. Got it. I know nothing.
1: Scott, well, ever since Julia went to Warrendale... He's been one of the only people I can talk to about. Well, about the whole thing. I mean, besides you, Papa.
2: You can always tell me anything, Mary. All your secrets.
1: Yeah, if I had any. (laughs) Now let's go see Mama.
3: So, Jill, any more questions? You've been so wonderful, Dr. Fari. I'm thinking this is going to be a good
4: thing. Yes, I hope so. I expect so. And what about you two? Matt, Mary...
2: No, thank you, Dr. Fahry. We're very grateful.
4: Uh, Yes, thank you, Dr. Fahry. Now, Jill, as we've said, we can predict this course of treatment to be, well, a little unpredictable. From day to day, from hour to hour, things might look one way or another. What we're hoping for is a long-term improvement. Yep, got it. And you're not just along for the ride. With an experimental treatment like this, we're counting on you to let us know how it is going. right. Reporting from the battlefront. Exactly, which means that anything you're feeling, even if it's hard to put into words, even if you think it's nothing, we want to know. Right. And, of course, we've discussed options for next steps, whether we see good outcomes or whether we need to uh, keep thinking. One step at a time, though. Infusion first. Exactly. And, Jill, you've signed all the paperwork. In case we encounter something very Unexpected. I've signed everything
3: just in case my head falls off or whatever it says in those side effects paragraphs
4: that I completely skim. <laughs> well, we should know in a few weeks how the infusion you receive has affected the status of the multiple
2: sclerosis. So, Dr. Fari, best-case scenario, she's home in maybe four weeks?
4: Well, it's hard to say. Tomorrow morning, soon after your infusion is complete, Jill, your immune system will be extremely compromised, and for a few days you'll be more or less unconscious. Or at least for those few days you won't feel like doing anything at all. And then... After that, you'll be in strictest isolation for at least another week.
2: Right.
3: We knew this, Matt.
2: I know. Just confirming.
4: We rely on you, Dr. Fari. We trust you. Well, it is good to have such a cooperative patient and such a supportive family. It can make all the difference in outcome. And now I leave you. You have my number.
2: Well... When you do come home, sweetheart, we've got a place ready for you.
4: My room, Mama.
3: Well, where are you going? Julia's room.
1: Oh, baby. No, 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 I like it. I like looking down on
3: the street from that window. And no word from Julia, I guess?
2: Nothing. Not yet.
3: They said they'd let her have her phone back after six weeks.
2: i called them every day since last Friday, You're but leaving
3: messages? I am,
2: for all the good it does, apparently.
3: I'd hate to think if something does go wrong and this infusion, well... Mary, maybe you can get her to call you back. I doubt it. She still trusts you a little bit. No,
1: not exactly. I was the one who called the police this time.
3: Well, what else were you supposed to do?
1: I know. It still felt pretty awful. Calling the police on your own twin sister? Not that I hadn't fantasized about doing it a million times. I mean, I will try to get in touch, Mama. Oh, I don't know what I'd say exactly if she'd even pick up the phone. Well,
3: tell her if she wants to talk to her mother before her mother croaks. Now is the time. Oh,
1: that might get her attention at least. You're
3: not going to croak. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. I'll do it just to show you.
2: You would too.
3: Tell her, just tell her we miss her here at home and that I'd love to hear her voice. That's all just her voice. I miss her voice. I play her songs, but it's not enough. I want to hear her myself. I'll tell her, Mama.
1: Oh, uh, sorry. Scott's downstairs.
3: It's okay. You go, Mary. Your father and I can take care of ourselves.
1: Uh, say no more, please.
2: Chill. does this store
3: lock,
1: do you think? Uh, okay. I'm going.
3: <laughs> say hello to Scott for us. I like him. I like him, too, Mama. It's not every art history major who's also a computer whiz with his own fancy startup.
1: Yeah, no. It's like barely half the art majors I know are tech startup guys. I love you, Mama. I'll come see you tomorrow before you go incommunicado.
3: I love you, dear. Give me a hug.
1: Oh, Mm. you're going to get better. I am. Bye, Papa. See you at home. Um, please don't get into any trouble with the, whatever, the security people here.
2: Goodbye, Mary.
3: See you at home. And don't forget to call Warrendale, dear. Right,
1: I won't. Okay, see you soon, Papa. See you in the morning, Mama. (coughs) Hey, you. Hey. Thanks for the ride, Scotty.
5: How's your mom? Um,
1: you know, the same. They think she's ready, so they're going to start the infusion tomorrow. So I don't know. The doctor sounded pretty optimistic. Good. My mom was asking about Julia as usual. Julia, who hasn't returned a single one of my mom's calls, because Julia knows that's the one thing that can hurt our mother the most. So write to it. Right to the most hurtful option. That's Julia.
5: Meanwhile, you're the devoted daughter who's at your mom's sickbed literally every day. Yeah,
1: well, obviously. As so if I could live with myself otherwise. Not that I mind. Obviously. You know, sometimes I think my whole personality is essentially a compensation for who Julia is. I am the only person I know who literally has an evil twin.
5: I mean evil is kind of a big word.
1: I will remind you that you've never actually met her. She is evil Scotty. Uh, Scotty, can't believe you're actually moving to Detroit on Friday. I'm
5: actually moving to Detroit on Friday. <laughs> big day. <laughs> First day open the doors and actually have employees.
1: You don't have to live there, you know.
5: I mean, you'll come see me, Mary. Yeah,
1: I will, y- but it-
5: Mary, you will come see me all the time or I'll come back and kidnap you. <laughs> You're just about the only person who I actually trust, you know.
1: Oh, other than John, you mean? Other than John. You still haven't told your parents about him.
5: Uh, yeah, no. I have plans to do that approximately never.
1: They are going to figure it out at some point.
5: My parents are pretty good at not seeing what they don't want to see. You
1: guys are moving in together, though.
5: He's going to be my roommate. My nice, cute, sweet, little, pink-cheeked roommate who is absolutely in no way the love of my life. (laughs) And my parents are just going to have to stay ignorant for as long as they can manage it. Because, let's just say, my parents' hopes for their beautiful little baby did not include growing up to fall in love with some sweet little white boy from Toledo, Ohio.
1: Oh, Scotty.
5: No, right now it's better I don't force them to acknowledge it. My dad especially. He's a man and a woman kind of guy, you know? And and I also think, it basically, uh, he has feelings of, uh, it's hard enough to be black, why would you want to be gay, too? not that i actually had this conversation with him except for in my head and with you
1: you're brave scotty not really yes you are you told me
5: telling you wasn't bravery telling you was basically survival i
1: think you are very brave also kind and smart and interesting and also very handsome
5: well you should come with us mary why not Come with me and John, move to Detroit. It's where all the cool people are moving.
1: Yep, yeah, my mom's so sick, Scotty. It's
5: an hour away at most. You'd be right back here if you had to be.
1: No, but this new treatment, no matter how optimistic the doctors are, it's still risky. I can't move out with that going on. I can't leave my dad alone with that, or alone with that and Julia, See, for this matter. is
5: what I'm always saying. You never do anything for yourself, Mary. Always for other people, but never for yourself.
1: I do enough, Scotty. I just have to do things for other people, too. Oh, which reminds me, my mom wants me to call Warrendale. I have to try to convince Julia to return her mother's calls, that I basically render my mom unconscious for a week. Man,
5: Julia is not very nice.
1: Julia is evil, Scotty. I told you. Oh, uh, it's my dad.
2: Hi, Papa. Mary, have you called Warrendale yet?
1: No, I was just about to when you called, literally with the phone in my hand. Okay,
2: well, don't bother. I'm afraid your sister, well... Julia sort of checked herself out of Warndale an hour ago. She what? Your sister escaped. Oh, no. She assaulted a nurse, apparently. Stabbed her. Oh, Papa. They called the police. They're hunting for Julia already. Police out on the highway and, well, the staff thinks she's on her way back here.
1: Here? Why would Julia come here?
2: The staff said Julia had been even more angry than usual lately. Angry about what we'd done to her. last thing julia said before she escaped before she stabbed that nurse well your sister said she was headed back home to take care of unfinished business
0: you won't want to miss the next chapter in mary from michigan saves the world at this same time tomorrow when you'll hear mary marshall say
1: oh papa please don't tell mama please
0: that's tomorrow on mary from michigan saves the world